0: Hold up, hold up, hold up Cut the music, cut the fucking music I would just like to say That on Monday, September 4th 2017 At approximately 9.05pm Eastern Standard Time Roman Reigns Confirmed to His fans and haters That he does in fact have a Big dick That is all, podcast is over, that's all we want to say to you guys Thank you for
1: listening (laughs) <laughs> so, if you guys haven't realized, Paris is back with the vengeance uh, as usual. Uh, 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 Can't stand her ass.
0: <laughs> 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 you are now listening to OTR. <laughs> what is that? I listen to too much SZA, and there's like a part in a song when she's just like, "You are now watching Mad TV." Mess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so let's just start it off right. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Cree. And I'm the foolish one on the OTR podcast, also known as Paris. And you're listening to another edition of Outside the Ring Wrestling Podcast. We are back. We're back to unpack everything that's happened in the last two weeks or so. Summer is fucking over now. Like. Summer is fucking over. Finally, it was like we had SummerSlam, then we had AfroPunk, and then like after AfroPunk, the <laughs> shit, the weather was like, all right, fuck it. I'm on vacation <laughs> now, bitch. Like what? Let me just take my ass back to Cuba. Like, like I went to um, City Field for a concert, and it was fucking freezing. I played myself. Shit. Like I thought I was gonna be good, in, like my shirt and everything. But I was like, where is your jacket, sis? Like you're about to die in this cold weather. Like what is happening? Dying for the faves though. <laughs> (laughs) She did it for Gaga. She'll do it for Bruno. Bruno better not. (laughs) He
0: better not. Bruno better not. Sweat out your goddamn perm on that attitude. Girl, you gotta relax.
1: Sorry. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So, last two weeks was SummerSlam at the Barclays Center. It also had Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, and, of course, TakeOver. Um, It was so much fun. I I enjoyed meeting you guys. I enjoyed meeting Corey and Angela. You guys were so sweet. And thank you for giving us so much love about the podcast. Because sometimes it feels so weird when you do it. And then you don't really get to talk to people who listen to it on a a weekly or biweekly basis. So it really meant a lot. Whenever you put it out, pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not our fault. It's a studio. It got popular. So, like, if anything, if you didn't watch SummerSlam or whatever, and you just needed, like, a basic rundown of what happened... I'll give you two words Riva. Beach balls That's it That's all you need to know Beach balls galore And I wish
0: they all could be <laughs> I
1: wish
0: Cause you said beach balls and so maybe think of beach
1: boys Yeah Not cause
0: of balls Just cause of beach
1: But all in all I had fun Um, I mean I wish that they would do better with As the usual. Beach Bowls. But I heard, like, WWE banned them officially. So, like, now if you do have Beach Bowl, you're going to be ejected. I'm not sure how true that is, but allegedly that's what I heard.
0: It's what you deserve. Honestly. Not you. But. <laughs> and you know what?
1: You know, a lot. Of, let me just apologize to the WWE Universe on because of Brooklyn. Because Brooklyn was showing the ass a lot during the shows. And... Lord. they've been always
0: showing their ass a lot.
1: But you know what? Compared to, like, how they've been on TV, at least to me, it didn't feel as bad. Maybe because I was lucky enough to be in sections where I didn't get dickheads. Because I've heard from other girls that, like, you know, they will have their faves, they'll shout for them. And guys would, like, be like, oh, your fave sucks and da-da-da-da-da, like, trying to come for them. And I'm like... First of all... Fix your fucking lipstick before <laughs> you talk to me, bitch. Like, this dude, he was from Massachusetts. Oh. Dude was plastered. Like, I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm about to deal with the drunk white boy from hell. When he asked me who my faves were, I was like, oh, Roman and Cesaro. He was like, you know what? I don't really care for Roman, but I respect it. He does good matches. And Cesaro is so, like, he was like he was kind of surprised, I guess, because Cesaro really doesn't get much love like that, from yeah. at least from women. Yeah, Creed so, loves him.
0: Creed wants to have his babies, all 17 of them. Seventeen, bitch (laughs) Seventeen You were fucking Like like, with the
1: most evil Like Like seventeen Alright, seven It's so funny though But like I thought I was about to experience that, but I was so grateful. I don't remember his name, but, like, he was a huge Sasha Banks fan. Of course. Shout out to you, dude. You were awesome. Even when you were drunk, you, you tried to keep it together. Like, you already knew. Like, every other minute, he got up to get drinks. So I was just like, you're just living your best life right now. Living your best <laughs> life, sir. But overall, SummerSlam was not bad of a pay-per-view, with the exception of, like, Roman and Naomi not winning. Because um, what was that, girl? What was that? hmm
0: Gonna give it to the crazy cat lady. Who
1: said, um, I forgot who it was, but somebody was like, Natty holding the title for one second was already too long. Because it was just like, <laughs> come on, girl. I was having a
0: conversation with somebody on Twitter like the mm-hmm. other day, and I was just like, I'm already bored of the fucking <laughs> Natty's fucking title reign. Like, already. Like, what's the angle? What's she gonna put on the fucking
1: belt? Cat fur? I, yeah, I said that. I was like, I hope she crazy glue some cat fur on that bitch. Because y'all was complaining about some fucking lights. Now you're gonna have to deal with cat dander and fleas and ticks. Hope y'all
0: got allergies.
1: <laughs> yeah, take it, Allegra. Cause, girl, it's about to be everywhere. I'm
0: so bored. Like, wake me up when Natty's no longer the And you champion. know
1: what's so sad? Because it's like, I've always loved Natty and I've always realized how underrated she was compared to other girls. But it's like, now she's experiencing what Naomi fans have been experiencing with Naomi. Like, they're not giving her much to work with. Like, mm-hmm. it's as if they're saying, here, bitch, take this title, hold on Shh, to be it. Quiet. And don't complain because we gave you a shot. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's such bullshit because, you know what? Some people may not like Natty. Some people do. But I can respect her as a veteran. And she does put out good matches. While, granted, I did not like her SummerSlam match with Naomi. I felt like Naomi was kind of carrying her a little bit.
0: Of course. That's how it
1: goes. But it is what it is. And then with Roman... Danielle, you know what, Danielle? I'm going to beat your ass when we meet. Because you tried to play me talking about talk about your newfound love for Braun Strowman. Don't do me, bitch. Because that's not how it goes. Hey,
0: who loving Braun Strowman? N- Nobody over they here. So Listen. Love
1: Listen. Because I, I said, all right, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually don't hate Braun Strowman anymore. I actually kind of dig him a little bit. Because you know what? When I was watching. Digging on you,
0: digging <laughs> on me, digging on me.
1: So, like, at the Fatal Four Way, he kind of was the star of that match. And I was like, you know what? I could kind of see why y'all like him. He's not really that bad. He's like the Big Show light of the WWE. He's like diet Big Show. But honestly, compared to what we've been given for the last couple of months, him and Roman have been still in the show. And I can honestly say, you know what? I hope that Braun continues to get all this love and affection from y'all, even though on Monday he didn't because he was facing Big Show. But Big Show did
0: retire yet? So Big Show and Big Show Jr. fought each
1: other? Yeah, in a steel cage. I didn't did they
0: break the did they break the ring
1: um they broke they broke it last time what happened at the end of this match um braun won it he threw big show out um onto the side of the steel cage and it broke of so of course yeah. now what can I say braun did amazing he was a star Roman of course what I love about Roman is that he's not too at least from what he gives me he's not too big to take a clean pin for another person yeah I feel like and y'all can feel like, as someone who is a John Cena fan, I don't care how y'all feel, I feel like John is not going to take too many of these pins. Like, he's going to pick and choose who he's going to get pinned by. And if you're not really that guy that's coming up in the ranks, it's not going to be you. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: John Cena wouldn't take a pin from Enzo Amore.
1: Like, fuck is that? Exactly. It's exactly that's, what John Cena would say. And I feel like... In his tight-ass church suit. And while Roman probably wouldn't take a pin from Enzo either, I just feel like he's more likely Maybe to take a...
0: Enzo gave him, like, what, $5,000 J's?
1: But you know what, Enzo's been showing his ass a little bit too much Enzo lately. Enzo's been showing
0: his ass since day he was born. Don't stop y'all niggas from cheering him on.
1: But you know what, people are starting to get a little bit fed up with him. Yeah, because the rapper getting fed up with him too. But yo, can we talk about how he went to the um, Mayweather-McGregor fight and how he was taking pictures with these celebs and they're looking at like, who the who fuck is this? Is you? Who are you? Like nigga, you ain't Roman. It's so funny though because I'm like, well, Enzo seems to have connections with rappers and artists outside of WWE. It doesn't ever seem like it's a genuine co- connection, like you know, it's like, like the
0: little brother of right. your best friend who's always pestering you guys to hang out, right. and you like let him hang out once or twice because you feel sorry for his puppy dog ass yeah. little face. Because
1: I feel like if there was other rest, like Randy Orton, as much as I can't stand that bitch, rappers genuinely like Randy Orton. I feel like if Randy Orton was to go up to a rapper today and be like, "Can I get a picture?" they'd be more than happy. I'm gonna need my black rappers to not. Do better, love yourself, kings. But, um, logic,
0: you too. (laughs) 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 I don't even like really know that much about logic, me either. He's like half, he's biracial, yeah. He's biracial, yeah.
1: I'm
0: just like, yo, like, just don't take, but
1: yeah, like, I just feel like. You know, Enzo, with Roman, of course, going back to what I was saying. Like, I feel like Roman has taken a lot more clean pins and submissions Mm -hmm. from his fellow um, co-workers because, you know what, he's a locker room leader and he doesn't seem as if it's, like, a bad thing to put over your fellow guy. Like, he did it with Samoa Joe, he did it for Braun, he did it for Dean and Seth. Like, he's done it for a lot of people. Whereas with Cena, I feel like people kind of complain that they feel like he doesn't do it enough. Well, granted, I can see why, but at the same time, I can also be devil, devil's advocate and say he is the top guy. He shouldn't be losing as much as people want him to. True. But at the same time, when he does lose, it's never, like, it doesn't feel beneficial. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. Um, Lesnar, of course, um, he he played on his strengths, you know. He suplexed. He F five people. He pretended to be injured and came back looking strong. It's what he, he does. You know what injured. I'm saying? Like he he played his role. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. he he did what he had to do. And then we had Samoa Joe, of course, who was like probably one of my favorites in the match as well. Cause I feel like he does such a good job at being aggressive and being over emotional, that sometimes, like, his emotions take the best of him, like I said, that they usually will. Mm-hmm. So overall, I like the main event. Um, everything in between SummerSlam, it had its hits and its misses. The John Cena versus Baron Corbin, that could have been saved. Uh, allegedly, Baron Corbin lost that match because they're trying to teach him a lesson about how he acts on Twitter. Oh, which tap that ass. Which is stupid because when I'm thinking about it, like, yes, Baron Corbin does... a. Go after fans on Twitter a lot But nine out of ten times It's because they had some slick shit To say to him So I feel like Why y'all policing people's social media As long as he doesn't curse Put his nudes out Do anything racist Or sexist Or anything I mean gross. like y'all let
0: racist rock I'm just saying
1: Right So I feel like as long as he doesn't do those things He's actually like a huge like Supporter of the LGBT community. Like, let him rock. Like, why y'all treating him like this? Because he's a new guy that has his opinions. Like, let him be him.
0: I support you, Baron. You and your receding hairline.
1: That wasn't nice. That wasn't. Well, okay. Um... So, yeah, if I had to rate SummerSlam, I'd give it a 7.5 out of 10. It wasn't bad. Um, They're going to be back in Brooklyn for the next two years. I don't know if we'll be doing this summer, the next summer that's coming up. Because we're we're going to. Yeah, like, if, let's say, the good Lord blesses us financially, like, we both get, like, raises and, like. Great things at our job Or even a new job True that True that Speaking that that, into existence For my sister But um, If we get new jobs Or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be Hopefully we can do that You know what I'm saying Cause I had fun And I hope to meet A lot more of you I didn't get to meet um, A lot of people That I wanted to meet Because you guys left Earlier than I anticipated But Because Brooklyn is scary Yeah like Key Shanti Like they all left The day before Raw and Smackdown I didn't realize They were leaving that um, Early If I would have known I would have probably Prioritized meeting them Way sooner um. Same thing with um. What's sorry? I'm blanking right now. I know. I know her name. Anyways, sorry if I forgot your
0: name. It wasn't done.
1: Malicious it was yeah. Moment. It wasn't done on malicious um, intent. It's just I have those moments where I forget things, and then. Blonde moments. Yeah. Julia, sorry, Julia. That's why. As soon as you said blonde, it came to me because oh. she's a blonde. <laughs> I am so sorry. Um, Yeah, I, but I wanted to meet these guys, and I wanted to meet a lot of superstars, but I didn't have the time or the money to really do so. Y'all so
0: I need to lower your fucking meet and greet prices. And you
1: know so sad is some of them were free. It's just that I couldn't get to them because of certain <laughs> right. things. Right. Like,
0: shout out to Yvonne for coming all the way from Philadelphia to see Naomi at Tap Out in Times Square. Yeah. She was trying to get me to go with her, but I don't do Times Square, so, <laughs> and I had
1: to work. I was so tight, though, because the one day I didn't go to work was the day that Naomi came out there. I was like, all right, sis, I see you. I see what this is And Cree lives like
0: Way too deep Like I realized yeah. Afropunk weekend How deep In Brooklyn Cree is Yeah Yo It took me like 30 minutes to drive It to took
1: her. me like More than two hours To get home from Afropunk That yo, one day That was day. her fault like, though Like if she nah. had stayed
0: To the end I could have asked My homie To give you a ride But you were going To like an afropunk? No we wound up am not going
1: Yeah but then If so, I like, had known yo, that this I would have We did the
0: blackest thing ever Yeah Yeah <laughs> We, we went to go get chicken Bye
1: Paris
0: <laughs> And then My homie has this room Where you can't eat in her car And was like I'm dead ass So you can't eat in my car I'm like alright So we're we gonna eat And wound up eating in my apartment Okay And then we all were just cracking jokes On each other the entire night So like I said You could've had a ride home Just know Paris, Paris is like, a fake friend I don't do parties like that But it was Anderson Pat He's very talented, and you
1: didn't even go, did you?
0: No, because I saw him at Alpha Punk the next day, doing glow, glowed up with k Tronada, and it was worth it. And my feet were killing me when I danced in my. Shut up, bitch!
1: (laughs) (laughs) I just like had to look at my face guys and get tired. So I was like,
0: "I'm pompous. What's popping?"
1: But yeah Sidebar Solange was so fucking amazing Like I really hope to see her When she comes to Radio City Music Hall In December I think it is
0: she actually is November. Since is December. Sid oh, is I October. Thought they um,
1: added another show because I think the first be. one got sold out. Okay. So. Maybe, I don't know. I'm forgetting my dates and shit. Like, let me so. tell you what
0: my concert schedule is looking like right
1: now. <laughs> so, so there's Sid
0: yeah. that just dropped, like, maybe, like, $90 to both meet her, take a picture with her. Oh, cool. And, like, go to her concert, which is hella cool because I like Sid a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I might be going to Afro Punk in Atlanta, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure yet. And then there's SZA No, SZA's in December right. Solange is in between that mm-hmm. There's a Chance the Rapper concert coming up That I really want to go to actually Bruno too? And I'm trying to do Bruno yeah. Like
1: <laughs> Trying to do Bruno Aren't we all sister?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lucky for you That's what I like Bye
1: Paris <laughs> Anyways
0: You know, I'm just out here A squirrel trying to catch their nut <laughs> Yeah, I said it Anyways. This is not a PG-13 show. This is rated R for Don't You Fucking Even Think About It.
1: So we're going to move on to our next <laughs> item on the list. Um, I just showed Paris this video. I know you guys saw this. It was the day after SummerSlam. You
0: guys so saw it, probably participated in some of you backstabbing
1: mother. So Sports Illustrated did a video on why certain fans dislike or even hate Roman, if you want <coughs> to go there. Mostly male fans. It was mostly male fans. We had, like, maybe one... Female fan in the video That was just like He wasn't She didn't She, she didn't like, hate him but She was she,
0: like He's not her cup of tea
1: Or something like that And yeah. I was like
0: sis your lace front Is not my cup
1: of tea Goodbye
0: <laughs> Listen So like
1: <laughs> It caused a bit of controversy On the timeline as usual Because you know Of course Roman fans Were kind of pissed Because we feel like You went all, out your way To interview fans That don't like him What happened to the video About the people Who do like him Cause I remember seeing Buku Roman Empire shirts And uh, Roman shirts in general Like we
0: Yeah we like Talked to somebody Right
1: That was like A huge Roman fan Yeah So it was like They were there like, We were in abundance So I'm just like Why are y'all acting As if like We don't exist Like
0: They got a Panda Panda Right to the Roman haters And fucking probably Randy Orton Like get
1: <laughs> hard people And you know what I try to be as Cause you know of course everything in wrestling Or even in life you don't have to like anybody But if you try to be like Respectful at least like I can at least give you The benefit of the doubt Yeah, um, I just Randy Orton. have to <laughs> I just can't stand the whole Argument cause someone brought this up Real fans our age don't like him So Yo, baby like, what's a real, real fan talk, Like
0: real talk Say that to my face, and we have issues. <laughs> like, what you mean a real fan? Let me tell you about a real fan, motherfucker, all right? All right, listen. My grandmother is a real fucking fan. My grandmother has met Jake the Snake, Hulk Hogan, even though he's problematic. But back in her day, he wasn't that problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why well, I said it all in one breath. Um, She also met, I want to say she met Stone Cold. And I want to say she also met... Um, not Kane, Undertaker, mm-hmm. right? So my grandmother's a real fan who got me, her actual real, you know, regular degla schmegular granddaughter is wrestling, mm-hmm. who is also a real fan who was convinced that at the age of eight years old she was going to marry The Rock. Didn't happen because, you know, mm-hmm. that's gross. Um, <laughs> but this whole concept of having to be a real fan, like, does that mean how many years you've been watching it? Does that mean the amount of money you poured into it? Does that mean... The stats you can just spit off the top of your head Like oh he weighs 155 pounds In a wet t-shirt But if he ate a burger the day before Then he's like 180 Like shut the fuck up and suck my dick Like what the fuck are you <laughs> talking about Like this whole real fan Like first of all just because I'm a woman who has breast Does not negate the fact that I am a real motherfucking fan And WWE be getting my goddamn coins Even when they don't get my coins <laughs> <laughs> Like I just hate it when males Come for women or femmes yeah. who are WWE fans. And yeah, so the fuck what if we like Roman Reigns because yo, big zaddy, go big zaddy. Like, it's not like your pussy way too dry to be riding his dick like this, y'all. Like, you have no real evidence to not like him. It's like, like, the man puts on matches that are better than your faves could ever. TJP wishes he could put on a match like Roman Reigns. Jose, that was for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she tried you, Jose.
0: <laughs> First of all, I was directing this to anybody. Don't do me but like that. But you did.
1: But you did. You know you did. Why you gotta be messing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right? Like, Barry Corbin wishes he could touch Roman with a 10-foot hole. Enzo so Amore's little pan or pandering ass wishes he could say nigga A. And B wishes he could be as good as Roman Reigns. Like you guys really need to get off this whole I hate Roman because I have erectile dysfunction Kick that you've been on since Roman Came in came, no since Roman Departed from the shield Like yeah oh um, He's from the shield and he's still wearing the same gear Oh he's from the shield and he has The same music that the shield had like Dean and Seth have their own music Why can't Roman have his own music why are you on His nuts like Damn bruh
1: Yep. <sighs> Oh, so let's talk about this really quickly. So, it was announced yesterday on Labor Day, ironically, that WB will be. Bruh, no, no, no. (laughs) You're not putting this in the universe. They need to cut the shit. Like, they need to cut the shit. I already know what she's going to talk about. Sorry to cut you (laughs) off.
0: The whole idea of, like, these superstars working on Christmas? And New Year's and Day. And New Year's Day? A sacred holiday, both of them? Christmas, you guys spend time with your kids. Y'all know Roman got, like, 50 kids. Yeah, it's
1: about to be the twins' first Christmas, and he's about to miss that. Like,
0: that's foul. Like, even Randy Orton's old, like, All Lives Matter, police are propping shit
1: Ask got beat it for his wife, and they are 1,500 kids, too, like... And it sucks because, you know, um both Reevee Sky and Jeff Hardy's wife, they both were like, Christmas is ruined now because, like, we have kids that are just born. Like, this is their first Christmas with their dads. Like, it's not fair to them. I really, like, honestly, like, real talk, Christmas is not for... I think Christmas is more so for families. Yeah. More so than, like, single people or people who don't have kids like, as yet. families dead go to the movies
0: together on Christmas. Don't people I have, know it. <laughs> don't I know people it. People have this <laughs> argument that, like, oh, basketball players have to play Christmas games. Yes, yeah. but they fly their families out, and afterwards, they can hang out with their family. But that's the And thing, also, yeah. they have an off-season. WWE does not have an off-season at all whatsoever. And also, New Year's Day, Bitch. You need New Year's Day to, A, recuperate from whatever you did on New Year's Eve. I'm not judging you just wrap it up before you slap it up. <laughs> or, like, even if you're just, like, chilling with your friends all New Year's. Like, I have done many a
1: times in my right, 20s. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I just, I think they should have at least those two days off. That's what I think. I feel like for a lot of them, they have kids, they have family, they have wives. They need to spend that time. You know, 300-plus days of the year, they wrestle. They do what they have to do. A lot of them have to deal with the disrespect of fans at the airports, at the hotels.
0: Oh, could y'all please stop? <laughs> like, I understand if y'all are at the airport At the same time as Superstar or whatever whatever. But if it also if it's like 3 o'clock in
1: the morning Could you not, like, run up on them Like, yo, run your autograph And I'm gonna get to that and Sasha later in the podcast All right. But I I completely, 100% agree with you Like, I'm
0: just I would've cursed y'all out a long time ago I would've been fired a long I would've body slammed somebody's kid through a fucking airplane by now Like, nah, be back up off me I need, like, 50
1: feet What the fuck you doing? And it's like I feel bad cuz it's like they got to endure all of this for their families to make money. But I feel like those two days like I feel like for in general Thanksgiving, yeah. Christmas and New Year's Day, they should have that automatically, automatically. They already miss birthdays, they already miss anniversaries, they already miss like school recitals. Exactly. dance recitals.
0: All the do- daughter dances, exactly. like makeovers, like prom dress shopping. Exactly. There's so many milestones that happens when you're a kid, and like I think about the fact, like I would have missed my mom for a lot of the shit, yeah, if she was able to come, right? Like for like every school thing she came to ever, and my mom works a very hectic job, but she had reasons to not come, right? Yeah, like she used to have to work overnight sometime. My mom's a paralegal. Um, and like would just <laughs> spend the night in the fucking law firm because she would be working yeah. on. Books and she like made it her mission when I like got into junior high school to not do that anymore. Yeah. Actually, take it back. She made a mission in elementary school because she like came home one day and I was like sleeping. She wants to pay Barbies. It was so cute. Anyways, my point is, imagine how these kids of WWE superstars feel. we not only like they might have to deal with like harassment at school. Like, oh, you think like, you hot shit because your daddy or your mama, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever. Yeah. Like, let's use Naomi for example because we're always using Roman and his kids. Naomi's a stepmom to two kids. Right. Right. And, like, <laughs> I be seeing the. Sh- whenever Naomi allows us to see the links she goes to whenever they spend time together. Mm. Like, you know, she does, like, makeovers for the girl. I don't know their names because I'm
1: not a weirdo. I want to say it's Jayla. <sighs> okay. Because they do the Jade name thing. Yeah.
0: So. I think it's Jayla. If it's not,
1: I'm, I apologize.
0: Yeah, but, like,. Like, whenever, like, Naomi puts it on Instagram, it's like, mm. Naomi goes all out for those Right, kids. yeah, yeah. Like, we saw it on Total Divas when Naomi tried to do, like, a camping <laughs> trip. Like, you know, it's like, those moments are very important right. in a kid's life. And for them not to see their parents on Christmas or New Year's, granted, like, yeah, maybe they can, like, fly out or whatever. But it's
1: like. It's just hard, though. That yeah. That has to be the thing. Like,
0: especially, dude, let's go back to Roman. He just had these twins. Not him. Like, obviously. <laughs> right, Selena, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Had her, the twins, like. Earlier this year, or whatever, like, she's
1: just ain't gonna wanna pack up the diaper bags and the. Yeah, like, travel. Tra- first of all, traveling with kids is a lot in general. Yeah. And then to have three of them on a plane, like, yeah. that's ridiculous. They're younger than 10 years old. Right, yeah. yeah so. so, I'm
0: like, I w- see why he wouldn't want. Like, you kind of want their first Christmas to be in home, like, in your home. Right, yeah, yeah. With a big tree and, like, presents, presents and they can and food, tear up the stuff. Like, yeah, I just. I think WWE needs to actually have an off season now, from November
1: to January. From what I'm hearing, though, like, because a lot of people were, you know, of course, giving their grievances to WWE. From what Jeff Hardy's wife said, I think her name is Brittany. She said that it's actually USA Network that has been like asking for the holiday episodes, which is baffling to me because I always assumed that NBA kind of owned Christmas. Like they high key do, and so does so NFL. Y- yeah, so I'm like, why would you want to be trampled? There's ratings? so much happening on Christmas already, right? So it's just like there's the know. Christmas Day
0: parade, there's the Rose Bowl, which is a uh, um, the the foot- football game, football game that happens in Florida. There's Battle of the Bands, or mm. is that Thanksgiving? I don't remember that exactly. <laughs> um, And then it's like, it's not just one basketball team, it's like three or four. Like, yeah. y'all need to just let these wrestlers ice their backs and like have some cake.
1: But yeah, a lot of people also were bringing up your point, um, uh, off-season. So a lot of people felt like, you know, after WrestleMania, they need to take those couple of months off, come back in June for Money in the Bank and um, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And then those months in between April or even May to up until Ju- June, July. Build up that next team? Right, that's what that's what I said like a couple of podcasts ago. Yeah, but of course you know, like um, somebody was saying,
0: or even like if you don't want to have it that long, you can legit because because WrestleMania is either like March or April, right? Right. Yeah. So let's say we did it November, mm-hmm. like from Thanksgiving to like after New Year's Day. Mm-hmm. You build up the NXT people Whatever yeah. They also get those Major holidays off as well You do maybe like A couple of house shows But not a yeah. lot You don't do
1: pay-per-views You get money Like I think what they need to do Is just do tape shows Like they usually do Yeah Because they had no problem Taping shows And then airing it On this perspective per- um, holidays Yeah But like I don't know why You need to do it live Like it's a lot For when um, Smackdown Used to be on Thursdays Yeah So I think y'all Should just do that Like do You know what you should do Use Full Sail universal. Where they tape NXT Tape Smackdown and Raw Down there Do Even tape some NXT episodes And have it run During the holidays Like Don't force them to be there When they should be With their families And like, it's also not like, fair Let's go beyond the wrestlers Think about the writers And like the Right The, the writers people. The producers The people the people who, who gotta work In the arenas is, I know somebody that works at the Barclays Center. Could you imagine having to work Christmas Day for a game? I like that? Is tell
0: my job to suck my day
1: Because it's like when you work in those arenas, you work based on the schedule of events. Yeah, that's nice. So that sucks in itself that you would have to come in and work that. And you already know Christmas is one of those hectic-ass holidays because not everybody's religious. You got to deal with the crying babies. You got to deal with the drunk adults that are overcompensating for <laughs> everything, everything. And it's just like is a lot to deal with. And I'm really... My heart really goes out to the superstars. Yeah. So... Like, I
0: feel the same way about them working on Thanksgiving... Sorry, Christmas. Mm-hmm. I feel the way about people who work in retail having to
1: work on Thanksgiving. Like, it right. shouldn't be a
0: fucking thing.
1: So we're gonna move on to something else. This is not WWE news. Um I know a lot of people were talking about this over the weekend. So Sexy Star... Um, she is a wrestler for Triple Mania. Now, do not drag me if I got that wrong because I don't watch anything outside of WWE, but I heard about this. She was in a Fatal 4-Way match with um, Lady Shani, Ayoko Hama- Hamada, sorry if I botched that, and um, another wrestler by Rosemary. And so towards the end of the match, it shows that Sexy Star was going for an armbar not once but twice after mm-hmm. the match was over. So let me just let me just... Show you the video in a second Um, Apologize for any sound that may come up So this is the video She's going for the arm bar And she's about to win the match Essentially So she's tapping out right Mm -hmm. The referee is saying she won Trying to break it up And look what happens She won't let it go of the arm And she goes back to lock it back in now people are saying now that was not a work. That was real shit that she was trying to do and she was trying to injure her. And so as a result of that, she's been getting dragged by wrestlers all over the world. Cody Rhodes was like, she's not welcome in any locker rooms of mine. Oh shit. Um other wrestlers were like, if I see you and your husband, you're both getting fucked up. <laughs> on Which, site. On site. And as a result of this, you know, she issued um, a four-page statement explaining her side of the, the whole situation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't very good. Of
0: course
1: not. Now, granted, I don't think Sexy Star's first language is English. But at the same time, when I was reading through it, and I'm trying to find a good, like, piece that where, like, I can read it to you guys where it makes sense, she does not seem to be very apologetic for what she did. She kind of also, like, she's trying to, like, shift the blame off herself onto Rosemary. Of course. Now, she's trying to say that, you know, social media is dragging her for no reason, but it wasn't an intentional thing. It was a work. It was planned. Rosemary has come out and said that was not intentional. She generally tried to hurt my arm, and I'm so pissed about this, but she's- It was not
0: planned. You said intentional. Sorry, it's okay. Fucking I the show. Was clarified. That's all.
1: So Rosemary is basically saying what she did. She did that on purpose. That wasn't something they would planned between the two of them. Because you know sometimes that happens. You know there's storylines where the other person gets injured by someone doing a specific move, mm-hmm. and that was planned. Like no one's really injured, but it's made to look that way. Yeah. So as a result of everything that went on with that particular match, Sexy Star was the champion. um... For her perspective brand, she has now been stripped of that title. And honestly, I just think that at this point, she needs to get a PR person. She needs to get someone to help clean up her image. Because I think with wrestling, what I've noticed a lot, like the music business, Mm -hmm. once you fuck up, you're blacklisted. Like, nobody wants to work with you. Nobody trusts you. It's going to be one of those situations where no matter how talented you are, you're sus. You're, you're girl, done. If ever sus. Yeah, she, you're done.
0: Nobody wants to work with somebody that they think is going to intentionally try to hurt, harm. Like,
1: especially in the world of professional sports. Right. And it's like with wrestling, it's something where you have to trust your body with someone else.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and you have
1: to trust that person to not purposefully injure you. And we've seen that people have literally died in the ring. Mm-hmm. like. I think a couple of days ago, somebody died taking a move. Mind you, he wasn't a trained wrestler at all. Mm -hmm. But he died taking that move because he didn't learn how to properly do something. And this is something where wrestlers need to realize. Listen We may Like parents and I Could both be restless We may not like each other But I feel like Once we step through Those curtains We know what then, it that is. shit yeah. Like you need to perform To the best of your abilities And make sure you're both safe And it's also the idea Of
0: not wanting Somebody's death On your hands Right It's like I could despise you You could be a KKK Whatever Whatever Right But I'm not gonna have
1: Your death on my hands I'm gonna let Just karma handle that Right And I think that If 'Cause I believe that Rosemary's arm got disp- um dislodged. Dis- located, Dislocated, yes. And I think that's fucked up because now she's going to be sitting out for months. That's now money out of her pockets that she can't have for medical bills, for food, whatever it is. That's just really fucked up. And you know a lot of these wrestlers don't have insurance to begin with. So Mm -hmm. it's just like, come on now. Y'all have to to look at wrestling, even if y'all don't like each other, as like a fraternity or sorority type situation. Only y'all know what y'all go through. Only y'all know what it's like to travel as much as y'all do to do what you do. At least protect each other a little bit better than y'all are. And I'm glad that so many wrestlers were coming to the defense of Rosemary because it shows now that not only do people see what they need to correct within themselves, Mm -hmm. they're gonna now hold everybody else to a higher standard now. You can't pull this shit no more because it's not gonna be good for anybody. And I hope Rosemary looks within herself and she genuinely apologizes to Rosemary. If it means you gotta pay her medical bills, if it means you gotta pay her in general for whatever you did, you have to you have to make it right. There's no way you could hurt somebody's arm and then just think you're gonna get away from that scotch clean. Like it's True. not gonna happen. Um, Paris wanted to bring up something about Charlotte because yes. we were talking about it a little bit earlier. I did see an um, excerpt of said um, but I think it's coming from her book. It's coming from a book. Yeah. So you could yeah. just take that away, Paris. Okay.
0: So um, Charlotte Flair's book comes out. I want to say September 13th, but I could be wrong. Basically, she talks about the fact that she went through domestic violence at one point in her life. Um, To quote, my ex was Jekyll and Hyde. If he was happy, things were great. He was the man of my dreams. If he was angry, everyone knew it. And it would be taken out on someone or something. Once, sorry, once Riki started swinging at me like we were in a street fight, over his screams, I could hear his fist hit my arms. I managed to block most of the punches, but but one shot got me in the ribs. I began to gasp for air, but he didn't stop. Ricky punched me right in my head. Right in the head, I'm sorry. I think about that girl now, and it brings tears to my eyes. How did I get here? What was going on? Why wasn't I strong enough, brave enough to end this? Um. So it's from a post called Safe Horizon, which I believe is an organization that helps women who have kids, or just women in general, find um, shelter when they're in a domestic violence situation, and Charlotte, so they they ended that with like today Charlotte is a world class athlete, WWE superstar, and is known for her strength and power in and out the wrestling ring. Domestic violence can happen to anyone. And when I like, I read this, I sat there for like at least 5-10 minutes. And was like, yo, it's crazy to me. She's like the daughter of a fucking superstar. Right. Yeah. You go. Ric Flair's name is dropped in almost. Everybody's raps now, right yeah. right, and it's like this person she was dating had the audacity to lay hands on a woman who comes from like money and like has a good name and everything like that who's beautiful, like and had to put hands on her still, and it's mm-hmm. like it can happen to literally anyone, yeah, and I think that's the part that like kind of bothers because you look at these women wrestlers and just like. There's so much strength there. Yeah. There's like you look at Naomi's abs and you're like, God damn, I want those abs. Right. But then you don't want to put down the cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> um, you look at you look at Charlotte and you're like, God dang, like she just like has this presence about her. Right. Like I mean I like Charlotte's a character, but I will never take it away from the fact that she's an amazing performer. Like she just has the charisma. Yeah. She has the grace. She has the body for it. And I like sat there and was like, Yo, Charlotte Flair went through domestic violence. Yeah. Like, that's a concept I can't grasp. Like, Charlotte, the daughter of a legend. Like, one of the best women athletes out today in WWE. Like, will for sure go down in the Hall of Fame. Right, yeah. One of the original four horsemen, horsewomen, I'm sorry. mm -hmm. Like, and she went through some bullshit. Yeah. And it proves my point, you (laughs) niggas don't know I'm playing. I was going to make a really bad joke. Not bad, but it's just, I try to put light on situations like this because I can cry. Um... So I'm like looking forward to reading her book, not because of that, mm-hmm. but it's but like but in general. In to general, that. and I, I kind of want like, I love the fact that she's being very candid about this part of her life because mm-hmm. I want girls to realize like, you can be the baddest bitch in the room essentially. Yeah. But if he don't respect you, ma,
1: he's never gonna respect you. And it makes me think about Mia Yim. She's also um I haven't seen the Mae Young Classic, but it's the women's tournament that mm-hmm. they have. Yeah. She's also another survivor of domestic abuse, and she wears that proudly because she knows that most women don't get to see another day because True. of that. Yeah. And it also brings up the fact that both women were abused by fellow wrestlers. Allegedly, I believe if I know if I'm correct, I know who is the one that abused Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And it also needs to be a conversation between the men in the industry. Once you see and hear stories about women or even just men in general being abused by their partners, yeah. y'all need to shut that down.
0: Like, let's just, let's be real and let's be funky about this for a minute. WWE men wrestlers ain't shit a lot of them because a lot of them have been tried for domestic abuse. Right, yeah. A lot of them have did domestic abuse to their wives and or partners or whatever, yeah. right? WWE has a platform that can not erase their ugly history because there's no erasing there's that. There's no eraser, yeah. But put light on that and then make it so that they're thick headed. Male fans understand it's never okay to put hands on your wife because she said something. Whatever your because is, there is no because. I and low-key then,
1: just gave y'all a motherfucking line, use it. And then even for the female fans, because there's still women that don't believe they can abuse men yeah. or even their own partners. Like I, I would love to see like
0: a PSA with of, yes. Yeah. Like, men on one side, women on the other side, and they're having a discussion about their um their experience with domestic violence right whether yeah. it's secondhand experience where they just saw something happening yeah yeah or if it's firsthand experience where they've experienced it themselves and i think it should be like um like a five-part special and i think the men should have to have a clause in their contract if they don't already that says you cannot hit your spouse
1: you cannot I think abuse I think they spouse. do have that clause. Like if okay. you have been a found of domestic abuse, sexual abuse, anything like that, you either are suspended and then fired. Upon so they a should have a
0: ser- like a mini series on the WWE Network. That especially like when there's a domestic dispute month. I don't know exactly when that is, mm. but they should definitely use that platform because so many of the male fr- fans of WWE. Let's go back to the guy saying, Oh, real fans, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Like, I'm not calling him an abuser yeah. at all, whatsoever. Like, I don't even know you do, so please don't think I'm calling you an abuser if you have to listen to this, but we're two Roman Reign fans, so you're probably not. Um, <laughs> but. Like, that whole mentality, like, the whole real fan thing. Like, I can just see a WWE guy saying that to his girlfriend and they're having, like, a playful banter and then he just winds up slapping her because mm-hmm. he don't like the way she's talking or something. Like, I've I've seen this experience over life of people, like, going back and forth about, like, their favorite sports team, for example, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden somebody gets slapped. Like, yeah. and not in a playful way. Like, mm-hmm. you know how you playfully, like, hate your boyfriend or girlfriend? Yeah. Not in a playful way. In a way where it's, like, you're clearly crossing the line of abuse here. Right, yeah. So, WWE really needs to use their platform and denounce domestic is, uh, domestic abuse and like have a real conversation um so that fans can like you know do a twitter campaign do a digital campaign do a fucking brick and mortar campaign like and charlotte should be like the the charlotte should be like the catapult of it
1: like, I, I feel I that's I mean, hard sometimes because, like, it's easier for people to, like, say what they have to say, but then to be, like, the face of a campaign. Yeah. Well, no, no, I, so I don't mean the face, I mean, like,
0: her book should be. WWE going off that book saying, look, let's have a conversation about this. Let's, let, let, let us let let us these women fans know this is never fucking okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Whether it's over who your favorite wrestler is or because you forgot to do something or whatever, it's never fucking okay for a man to put hands on you. It's never okay for a woman to put hands on you. Right. It's never okay for a non-binary person. Nobody should be putting hands on you unless you consent to that. Right,
1: yeah.
0: And it's not in an abusive way. Right, yeah. Like, I really feel like WWE needs to they have have a responsibility they have the responsibility and they have a fucking platform to do so like collaborate with Safe Horizon do these PSA and have these
1: men especially these fucking men from the Roman Reigns to the goddamn John Cena's. They need like and it would be really powerful especially if they have like Braun Strowman, Brock yeah. Lesnar like, All the, the big super guys. hyper masculine yeah. ones. Have them say that shit is not cool and if you do that shit you deserve to get your ass whipped. Like something like not even probably not to that tone but like no, something but I see really you should say like out like yeah that's not cool. You think you a tough guy cuz you hit her watching right, you in yeah, the biggest yeah. ring one on one.
0: Like shit no that's would actually be like you got to instill fear into anybody who thinks this shit is okay and it's like if you just help one person get out the situation like i really think charlotte's book especially because her star is so big and bright and shit right yeah it's gonna touch a lot it's already touched me and i'm like you know right yeah uh, so um check it out for sure guys i'm gonna retweet it today so you guys can like read it yourselves and definitely i say support the book if you can yeah um and just know like domestic abuse no matter what
1: it's, not okay. it's not okay whether it's playful or you know and like playing. like to my earlier point and I think that if you're a wrestler like even if you're a, a wrestler you're not even WWE but you're like in the Indies and you see or hear that someone is being abusive need y'all, y'all need to ban that. y'all need to band together and get that person kicked out the locker room get them to really like see what they're doing is wrong because it's not fair to like because someone mentioned this they were like you know the whole sexy star hurting the girl is like it was such a big talked about thing and everybody banded together and it was a really great moment but they want to see the same exact thing for people that are domestic abuse um, survivors and they often feel like they aren't supported because both the women who've been abused Charlotte and Mia their abusers are still able to have a career and they shouldn't Mm -hmm. they should be really Elsewhere, trying to find a a plan B because what you did shouldn't allow you in this community. So, that's just my idea on that. Um, And of course, you know, if you're someone that's going through domestic abuse, like definitely try to get help. There's so many things that you can check out for for resources. There's even this app where, like, you can Google stuff, and Mm -hmm. um, to your partner, it may look like you're just reading newspaper articles, but it's actually like things of how to get away. So I hope that anybody that's listening, you definitely seek out help, because I know it's hard, it's not something that you could just get away from immediately, but True. definitely try, because we never want anyone to be in an endangering situation. And if you in
0: New York says hit me up, because I have no problem beating anybody's ass for somebody. Right. Like not even on like some joke shit, like yeah. ha ha, like I'm dead ass. Like I come from a family that I had like four uncles who always taught me the importance of never letting anybody man or woman put their hands on me in a way that i did not want right and yeah. i know how to whip somebody's ass and like push come the shows i can hit i can one of those uncles up and be like my friend needs help go intimidate them you will go to jail for me i already know the deal like <laughs> go handle that if anybody listens to this shit who is somebody who does domestic abuse you ain't shit you wasn't special till she made you show so i hope you choke today Okay,
1: I'm done. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be back to kind of recap... Um, Raw and Smackdown And what's gonna go down Towards that no Alright guys So we are back um, Paris is gonna take A little backseat For a little bit Cause she hasn't been Watching Raw and Smackdown As
0: fuck that No, no. I, <laughs> I work and I don't
1: have cable Yeah so she She hasn't been watching it In the last couple of weeks But no mercy I'm gonna go to her house We're gonna get wings and shit And we're gonna watch R- John Cena versus Roman Reigns I like that you've
0: made These plans for me
1: Yeah When is no mercy? The 24th of, of September Yeah you're gonna I be might out. Be in, in Detroit, oh no! Be <laughs> right See, I would have came up to her house, banging on the door, like, "Where's Paris? Uh, she's not here." <laughs> I gotta double check. I I gotta
0: double check. All I right. might be here. I
1: might not. If not, then I'll just be at home with my wings, getting my life. I'll
0: have somebody
1: come over for you. <laughs> I'll find you a wing bay. Bye. As the wing man. You're a mess. Not mess. Anyways, so we'll just quickly talk about Raw and SmackDown. Let's just tar- talk about Raw first because that's usually the first show we see of the week. Is
0: that the Raw from yesterday? Yes. Wait, hold on. Okay, I do want to say thing.
1: I'm
0: sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I would just like to say that Roman Reigns confirmed he had a big dick was popping. Bye.
1: Anyways, <laughs> so John versus Roman. So last week they had their first initial promo. And a lot of people, you know, were kind of like pro-John. They were like, you know what, John killed him. Roman wasn't really prepared for that. And as a Roman fan, I'm like, all right, Roman isn't the best speaker, but I feel like he's proficient. Like, he says what he needs to say, and it, it makes sense. Whereas with John, I feel like he always has to break the fourth wall in order for his promo to be good. And while I do like John. You said
0: something
1: there. Thank you. <laughs> Let me stop. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, but with John, because I've been a huge fan since like way back when. But at the same time, I've noticed with a lot of his promos, like he'll start off with something. And in order for people to really be engaged, he'll break the fourth wall and try to come at their character as a not even as the characters on TV, but as their character as people. And I feel like with Roman He used a lot of what the fans Criticized um, With John he used what a lot of the fans Criticized Roman for And I kind of was like Wow you sound like you Printed something from Reddit And just read the whole thing On live TV Accurate. And with Roman Sometimes, like, (laughs) sometimes, you know, when he's mad, it gets real crazy, real fast. Like,
0: real sexy, real fast.
1: His accent comes out, and you just, and in that moment, when you hear that accent, you know you fucked up. You fucked
0: up. Now, other
1: people want you. Can't believe it. Wrong reference. You're right. And so tonight, I would, well, actually, last night, Roman, I think Roman actually Mm -hmm. won that round between the two of them. Um,. So, there's this one instance I wanted to discuss with Paris Was it
0: the big, big incident? Yeah oh, Okay
1: So, John was saying to Roman, you know, I'm looking down John said verbatim <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause, Kree's laughing cause I jumped up from the chair, did a 360 spin and got to the mic Cause yeah. I used to be a dancer Mess You can hold this Sure I'm live streaming from my phone So, John Cena said, I'm looking down you gonna come out here and disrespect me and your pants is on zip what's really good and Roman was like, they don't call me the big dog for nothing.
1: And Paris was like, impregnate me. Like, ahora, papi. Okay, I'm so. done. Your deep voice was too much. That's why they call me the big dog. <laughs> you sound like James. <laughs> big dick Roman. I'll ruin your walls and your ovaries. But not baby. even that part. It was a part before that. John referenced, some, referenced something about Roman not having any balls, right? And then John was like, you would look... Um, Roman was like, you would look there, right? Oh. And so people I on Tumblr and on Twitter wanted to think that what Roman said was homophobic. How is it homophobic? As a homo, I... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wanted to ask. Because, like, someone said, oh, they felt like Roman's comment was homophobic. And now, personally, I can see why they felt that way. But... To me. No. To me, I did not feel like it was.
0: Let me insert my expert homo is <laughs> My keys fell out of the pocket. As a homo sexual, sometimes. <laughs> um, Roman did not say anything homophobic. Like if Roman had been on some like, oh, I bet you wanna gonna need to your suck it too, that would have been like high key homophobic. He just says you would look there. Like, man, we got to pretend like y'all don't look at each other's dicks all the time.
1: But not even just that, though. It's the fact that every Johnson the promo I've ever heard in life, he always referenced someone's penis being small or not yeah. having any balls. So I feel like that was kind of like an easy playoff word. And
0: like, you're not gonna play my boo, and I like my boo ain't big, big, Daddy <laughs> out here in these streets. Joe be out here. Bye. Go <laughs> <No>, sit down. <laughs> no, nah, but for real,
1: it's not homophobic. Like, as a homosexual, gen- not homophobic. Like, I generally didn't feel like it was homophobic. And usually, I'm very quick to be like, oh, yeah. bitch, no.
0: I would check Roman Reigns if he was homophobic.
1: But Roman but is like, not. But, like, are y'all like checking a-
0: Randy for being homophobic or not? Sit down. So.
1: Anyways. <laughs> and so that's what... That, I just wanted to bring that part up because I didn't think it was homophobic. I generally didn't feel that way. And I know that if um, Roman... Realize people thought that, I'm sure he would quickly apologize and say that was not his intention.
0: Yeah, and I feel like he has nothing to apologize for. Like, that's just locker room. Like, I've heard more dick jokes in a WWE than I've ever heard amongst me and my homo friends. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. And so, John then says to Roman, you know, basically saying he wants to square up. And so Roman smiles really big. And so Roman says, do it then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> do it like, this is your chance. Show me that.
0: Roman said, what's popping? it in tin. Really? He said,
1: let's shoot the Pharaoh. Like, he really was like, let's fight. And Cena kind of backed up and didn't even move from where he was standing. And I tweeted, John Cena, I'm like, your bitch ass going to learn. My fave is a fighting ass nigga. So you yeah. going to learn. And I love this feud so far. Like, they're doing such a good job. I can't actually wait until they get physical, which is so crazy. Because sometimes, you know, you want the, it to build. But it's so, the feud is so fire right now. Like, I feel like when they actually get in the ring, we might not even get a match. Like, it might just be a big-ass brawl. Which I wouldn't be completely upset at. But, like, at the same time, I, they need to fight now. They've been talking too much for me. Like, I'm ready for it. But let's move on to the women's division. Do we have to? We do. We have to talk about this. (laughs) I know you haven't been watching, but I've been... The thing is, I missed last week's Raw because I was at the concert. But, like, I've seen things that people were saying. And I had to address it because I felt like, all right, y'all doing Sasha Banks wrong. So, Sasha wins the title at SummerSlam in a pretty good match with Alexa Bliss, I will say. I do think their match at Great Balls of Fire was stronger. But I did like this match. Um... Sasha wins the title Which I didn't expect her to do First of all But she wins the title They have the rematch The next week Sasha loses To Alexa Bliss Which is sus Which first of all There has to be a conversation To be had about The fact that Sasha Banks Will win these titles And then lose them In such a short span of time Her first title defense Or yeah Her first title defense She lost it within like What two weeks or so And then this one She only had it for eight days So I'm like, why are they treating her like this? Like, there has to be something going on. And I hate to say it's a backstage thing because, you know, obviously with WWE, they're very transparent when someone is doing something that they don't see as favorable backstage. They'll punish them in the ring. And, you know, Sasha Banks, during um, SummerSlam weekend, she went on Sam Roberts' podcast, and she had an interview with him. And she said something to the fact of, you know, I'm one of the best superstars they have. Like, I really was feeling like I wasn't good enough to hold a title longer than two weeks. And I want to show them that I'm stronger than that. And then for her to lose the title again so quickly, like, I don't think that's fair. Like, you're using Sasha Banks because y'all know she's marketable. You'll know that the fans like her. She produces great matches, but yet she can't hold a title. And at the same time, like, I could understand if this was, like, back last year when it was the Sasha Banks and Charlotte feud. Charlotte is amazing also. She's a beautiful girl. She's talented. That makes sense. But with Alexa Bliss, like, she hasn't produced the same amount of matches either Charlotte or Sasha has. Like, that's just point blank, period. Like, I like Alexa. I, like I said, I see her potential. She just hasn't gone there yet. Like, I don't know what's holding her back. I don't know if it's she needs more time in the ring or if her character is limiting. Because, honestly, she basically cosplays Harley Quinn. Like, she doesn't really do much of anything else. I don't know what's holding her back, but she needs to fix it. And I feel like she keeps beating Sasha, or she keeps being the number one girl in the division, and it doesn't make sense because I don't see her as such. Um, But this week on Raw, you know, Nia Jax actually attacked Alexa after she retained— well, actually, she won the title. And so now it looks like, okay, Nia is on Alexis's heels, but she still has to deal with Sasha. Originally, at No Mercy, it was supposed to be Sasha versus Alexa for her obligated rematch. So then Nia Jax comes to Kurt Angle, and he's like, you know what, you saw what happened last week. There's no reason why Sasha should be facing Alexa. Kurt then tells her, you know what, it's Sasha's rematch. She has to have it. But with the addition of Emma, who comes in to distract everything as well, he tells them, you guys are going to tag team versus Sasha and Alexa. If you win, the match at No Mercy will be a fail four-way. If you lose, it will remain as a singles competitor match. So they actually have the match, which was a pretty good tag match. It was really fun. Nia is doing all the work, essentially. And last minute, she she basically lays out Sasha. Emma tags in gets the pin. So the, the match at No Mercy is a fatal four-way. So it will now be Emma versus Nia Jax versus Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss for that women's title. I'm actually happy for them. I think that Nia has been busting her ass, and she's been growing for the last couple of weeks. And with Emma, I'm not really too sure what they're going to do with her. I feel like she might be the one to take the pin. But at the same time, stranger things have happened in WWE. Who knows? She might actually just win the match and be champion. But I just hope that they know what they're doing. Because Emma has kind of been in, like, the back for the longest. And she hasn't really been interesting at all. So, I don't know. Um, Enzo's on 205 Live. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't watch 205 Live, so... I don't have to see him. That's great. Um, I don't know. I feel like Enzo being on 205 Live could potentially bring extra eyes to the show. But at the same time, it could also take a spot away from someone who's much better than him in the ring. (laughs) I don't know what to tell y'all. Hopefully WWE knows what they're doing with that one. And I believe the next um, main event for No Mercy will be Braun Strowman versus Lesnar. Now, a lot of people have been waiting for this one-on-one match because... Ever since the failed four-way, there's been a lot of teases about them potentially fighting each other for the title. So now they're getting that opportunity. I hope it's a good match. You know, with Lesnar, it can be hit or miss. With Braun, Braun, actually, I can say he's been putting on better matches than Lesnar has for the last year or so. So I'm hoping that when they're together, the chemistry makes sense. Because they actually did pretty good at SummerSlam. So there's that. Um... Dean and Seth versus Seamus and Cesaro. I just want Seamus and Cesaro to take their titles back. It was cute that you let Dean and Seth hold it, but it's time to get your titles back. I'm tired of them. This whole Reform Shield shit is not happening. We need to end it now. <laughs> <laughs> Next, and then we have Jason Jordan. I wanted to talk about him really quickly. You know, on Raw, he actually opened the show with John Cena in a match, which was a really good match. Um... I think it's so sad though When I look at Jason Jordan And I see how the fans Basically shitted on him Because they didn't like The storyline with Kurt Angle Being his dad And it kind of pissed me off Because I've seen WWE fans Like some of the dumbest Fucking storylines Like seriously They've enjoyed such shit But this was just somehow Too much for them Like Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's black son Was just too far fetched Like how dare y'all Try to shove this down our throats We don't want this we wanted Ch- um, Chad Gable We wanted this We wanted that And I'm just like Yo Jason Jordan is so talented It's really crazy to me Y'all cry about Roman being in the main event Y'all cry about him doing this Y'all cry about wanting new talent And new people to come over And then you get that And, and then they're not the same hue That you want them to be And then somehow it doesn't matter anymore And honestly if Chad Gable had been Kurt Angle's son in the storyline I know for a fact y'all would have loved the storyline Even more than y'all do now And it's so unfair to Jason Jordan because he's really he seems like he's so humble. He seems like he's so ready to work. I just hope that the next couple of weeks they really do build him to be a great competitor. And I would agree that I think that his storyline with Kurt would be so great if he was, like, a heel. Like, to Kurt, he seems like a very sweet son that's, like, trying to really earn his place in the business. But behind the scenes, everybody notices that he's really a piece of shit. And he's just using Kurt as... Upper echelon to get to where he wants to be, which is champion status. So I don't know what they're going to do with Jason Jordan. I'm just really sad that people have been kind of treating him like this because of whatever storyline that they gave him. I think that sucks. Like, y'all will – no shade, but, like, y'all will let Zack Ryder and Mojo Raleigh get, like, so much love and praise. And they have yet to produce amazing matches – whether it be together or separately, but Jason Jordan can pull out a clinic with John Cena, and yet he's still not worth your time. Fuck off. Anyways. Fuck off. <laughs> Going on to SmackDown Live. I didn't watch SmackDown because I had better shit to do. Oh, shit. <laughs> and plus, I heard it was whack anyways. um, I heard Naomi and Carmella was actually in a dark match, so they weren't even on SmackDown, at least not at that point in time, and I think that's so irresponsible. Naomi was the longest reigning. Sh- um, Women's champion on SmackDown And Carmella's Miss Money in the Bank Their match should have been on live TV Even if Naomi was going to lose that match Whatever it was They need to be seen People are paying money to see them And you know um, Natty cut a promo on Carmella Basically saying that She wants to make her the female car- um, Baron Corbin Basically her not cashing in successfully And winning the championship, which is fine. I feel like say whichever you gotta say to get people to care about you, because at right now, people are happy that Natalia has this nostalgic feeling of having a championship on her, but she's not doing anything to make anybody care. Um, KO versus Shane. I'm telling you, they're building for that WrestleMania match or whatever big pay per view is coming up. I think maybe Royal Rumble we might get it before then but they're building that storyline you know Kevin has has been in his feelings ever since he lost his opportunity to be United States champion again which no shade I'm happy he's not I feel like Kevin is so much better when he chases a championship versus actually being the champion so we'll see what happens there Shelton Benjamin actually returned and he is tag teaming with Chad Gable um I didn't get to see the match, so I'm definitely going to look back at it and watch it. But I'm so glad to see him. I was kind of sad, though, that when he was there initially the week before in Brooklyn, he wasn't able to lace up the boots. But I'm happy that he's back. He should have been back last year, but unfortunately he was injured. So I'm glad he's home now. It's, it's great to see all this older talent that I grew up on coming back. Um, and Tamina. So they're kind of building up our girl to be a stronger, more viable competitor for the championship, which is great. Because you know what? As much as I can't stand Lana, her promo that was a couple of weeks ago, where she basically says that the girls don't fear her, they don't respect her, they don't see her as someone that's viable, was kind of completely true. Tamina bust her ass in that second Money in the Bank um, women's ladder match. And yet still, people still give her shit for not being a four horse woman, for not being a certain girl, or for not having the certain talent qualifications that they want her to have. And I feel like Tamina has passion, which is a lot of girls in the industry don't have. And I don't wanna say no one in WWE doesn't have it, but like I know that Tamina does have it. and I know she wants to be way bigger than she actually is. And I hope that what they do for the next couple of weeks, you know, she's facing local competitors, which is great. Have her have longer matches where she has to build up her endurance and her cardio. Because as of right now, she's a very strong powerhouse woman. But she's going to need it if she's going to go against girls like Charlotte, Naomi, and Natalia. So good luck to Tamina. And the Usos actually beat New Day to choose the stipulation for their next pay-per-view fight. Like I said, Usos versus New Day has been a great storyline. Like, I've loved every single minute of it. I just hope that if they're going to end it soon or if they're going to extend it, make it count. Make them do a two out of three falls. Do something that's going to have everyone talking about SmackDown Live. Because as of right now, SmackDown Live has been really awful. And unfortunately, you know, when we first started the draft, SmackDown was killing it every week. And Raw, not so much. Now it's kind of like the shoe is on the other foot and Raw is killing it and SmackDown is being dry. So there's that. And then now we have next week or tomorrow. Well, tonight, actually. Randy Orton versus Shinsuke Nakamura. They're going to be facing for a chance at the championship. And I'm just tired of Randy Orton being in the title picture. He needs to go away forever.
0: Five
1: ever. Right. So that was Raw and SmackDown. Um... And I'm just going to do my wrestling rant right here, right now, so we can get together and close the podcast out. Um, You know, Sasha Banks, like I said earlier, did a podcast with Sam Roberts. Um, She and Seth Rollins were there for SummerSlam weekend. They both were interviewed. And, you know, Sasha brought up a lot of points about who she is, what she does for WWE, you know, her feelings about her character, and basically fans. And so... Sasha Banks has the reputation of not wanting to take pictures with fans at airports or hotels. You know, a lot of fans say that she's very standoffish in terms of meeting her when it's not at the arena or even a paid meet and greet like Wizard World. And so Sasha said some things, you know, she would prefer to meet people at arenas. She would prefer to them not to come up to her like five o'clock in the morning at the airport because, you know, she just had a long fight like, she dreamed of being a superstar but she did not anticipate all the certain things that come with it and the way Sasha said these things I completely understood it as a woman as someone who first of all Sasha is a smaller girl she's like 5'5 five five, maybe 110 pounds she's a small girl she doesn't have security like other people she basically is writing with herself or whomever is her writing partner and some of y'all really be trying to bombard these people as if they don't need space. Like, I don't understand. Sasha made these comments, and the way y'all reacted, y'all would have thought she called your mother ugly. Like, the way y'all were so up- upset at her, I just don't get the entitlement, and I don't get why y'all feel like y'all should have access to her just because you knew how to research what flight or what airport she was at. That's so fucking weird. Sasha Banks, like any other wrestler, should be entitled to her privacy and space when it comes to going to and from the airport, and if we're going to be honest, to her hotel. It is completely insane to me that y'all think it's appropriate to go and stand out of people's hotels and cheer and chant for them, and then when they don't want to take pictures at you, you you yell at them and curse at them and say rude things to them and their partner. The way y'all disrespect Sasha and her husband is so disgusting. I think it's unfair that these wrestlers put their bodies on the line 300 plus days of the year and when they say no to taking a picture, you act as if you got shot. Like it's not the biggest deal in the world. I know sometimes people don't have the money, they don't have the access to go to, um, to Wizard World and to like meeting greets at pay-per-views and things of that nature and I completely get that. So what you should do Take time out of your day if it's possible to be a little bit earlier to Raw and SmackDown or any live event and just wait outside the arena. The arena. She doesn't have a problem taking pictures with you there. She doesn't have a problem taking pictures with you inside the arena. It's when y'all leave to go to the airport or you wait for her at the airport. Is when it gets a little bit scary. A
0: lot of
1: it's scary. It's well, a lot scary. It's yeah. Creepy as
0: fuck.
1: It's weird. Like, and I don't understand why they're so entitled and they're so angry at her wanting to not have to deal with that. And then we got Bubba Ray's dumbass talking about, oh, don't be upset at people coming to you 5 in the morning for pictures and autographs. Be upset when they're not there at 5 a.m. in the morning for pictures and autographs. Are you fucking stupid? It's always the biggest, whitest men who always talk about don't be upset at people coming to stalk you. Are you fucking dumb? Like, what are you talking about? Sasha is entitled to feel how she feels. She doesn't want to take pictures with y'all at the airport. And y'all not going to whip her ass for it either. None of y'all are bold enough to even try her. Because all y'all really do is take the pictures. You sell the the autographs that she gives y'all on eBay. Y'all don't even really respect and acknowledge the fact that this is someone who's actually giving you some of her energy. Because if anyone's taking a late flight, a red eye, have you... You know you're exhausted, you know you're tired, you know you have to deal with the worst passengers in the world. Everyone trying to push to get off the plane. Nobody wants to wait to actually clear the aisle. Then you have to get out and have people flashing in your face to sign this, that, and the third, take pictures, come on. And then y'all be the same ones who'll get the picture if she's nice enough to give it to you and then be pissed that she didn't smile. You need to get the fuck out of here. Like, y'all are so entitled it's disgusting. I think that if Sasha Banks, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, if they say they don't want to take a picture with you, yes, your feelings may be hurt, but you got to let it go. Let it go. They have to sacrifice so much for you already. They don't have to give you more than they need to. It's not fair. Because you know damn well if you were at your job and someone kept pestering you for certain things, you would be pissed off too, especially if it's late at night. Nobody wants to deal with that. And it's so disappointing that fellow wrestlers won't even have her back on this situation. Like, y'all are supposed to have each other's back. You may not agree. You may think, you know what, Sasha? I don't agree about taking the whole pictures at 5 a.m. because I actually like doing it. But that's fine. But just back her up. Because at the end of the day, she's a woman, you're a man. It's not the same thing. It's never going to be the same thing. She's a small woman. You're a bigger guy. No one's going to try you. No one's going to try to push themselves on you to get a picture. No one's going to hassle you more than they need to. It's not fair to her. It's not fair to anybody else. Let people live. If you know you don't have a flight in that um, specific airport, why are you there? I just don't understand. Y'all are vultures Y'all money hungry Y'all are so opportunistic it's, it's disgusting honestly Leave Sasha Banks alone It's like I know Seth Rollins said the same exact thing And I know Seth got a little bit of heat for it too But it's just so disgusting That he never got heat from his fellow wrestlers either And I think that's so disheartening Cause it's like Sasha Hasn't every right to feel how she feels And yet y'all won't back her up Like that's sad when Seth said it, of course they're going to be the little stupid fans who are going to get mad and have a little attitude. But, like, I don't remember any of these other wrestlers saying, oh, you need to man up because da 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 Like, no, uh-uh. We're not going to play that game. Because y'all would never do this. But because Sasha, the little black girl, said she don't like taking pictures, all of a sudden she's the biggest fucking worst person in the world. Like, I'm tired. Y'all annoying. I hope one of these days someone punches y'all in the face because y'all take it too far. And y'all are so lucky that Sasha is really nice about it. Because if you would have got anybody else, if Sasha would have been anybody else, or Sasha would have been from the hood, y'all would not even try it. Because there's no way. Like, there's no way you're going to disrespect me and think you're getting a picture. You followed me. You tracked my flight information. That's insane to me. You got to move on. Like, I love wrestling, but I'm never going to do that. Like, that's too much. And that's where my wrestling rant ends. Leave Sasha Banks alone. Leave, Sasha leave her alone. alone. Leave her not the fuck alone. alone. Like, like, for real. Leave Sasha
0: and all other women wrestlers alone. Even the you're male not, ones. You're leave them alone. not entitled to their time. Right. Because you pay for the product that they put out. You're not entitled to their time. You cannot come and get a picture whenever you want. You're kind of being a dick. And by kind of, I mean you're extremely being a dick.
1: 100%. It just really sucks because I feel like... If me and Paris are like saying something Okay, I don't like when men Harass, catcall us on the street mm-hmm. And you're a white man You've never been catcalled by anybody Because who would catcall you? So it's like you're going to tell us Oh, you need to appreciate being catcalled Because who's to really To get as a compliment To get as a compliment Or Which you should I've be flattered before, Yeah Like that's such bullshit to me Like what do you mean? You don't like, identify You should appreciate
0: like, my fist in your face
1: it's annoying, but we're going to close this podcast out. And I I'm was just going to s- say one
0: last thing. Yeah, go ahead. You men need to get out your motherfucking bags about people not want to take pictures with y'all. Like, y'all are more whinier than the kids. Like, fucking going to airports and shit to take pictures. Get out your bag, man. <laughs> and get out your bags New York way of saying of get the fuck about your feelings.
1: Yeah. So we're going to close this podcast out. So, if you want to email us any wrestling rants, any questions, or anything like that, email us at theotr101, which is 101, at gmail.com, because I know it probably is confusing to a lot of you. Um, you can hit me up at Cookies and Cree on Twitter. Don't and hit me up anywhere. <laughs> okay, Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um,
0: Pari X O, is P A R E E X O, Till we overdose
1: like the weekend. And this podcast is available on soundcloud.com black backslash <laughs> OTR podcast. And if you're not listening on SoundCloud, um, we are also available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio at Outside the Ring Wrestling Podcast. We out here.
0: Not getting coins yet, but
1: we out here. <laughs> Please um, review. Give us a five-star re- review and rating. That would be really helpful to us to getting better and getting more audience members. Please share it with your friends and family who love wrestling. As
0: long as they're not under the age 18, because I cursed a lot in this podcast. <laughs>
1: And so we're going to go hang out. Hopefully Paris will feed me. Of course. <laughs> so enjoy your day guys. It's a beautiful day in New York. Make bad decisions always with <laughs> lots of whiskey and Hennessy. Let lots me stop. Of whiskey and Let Hennessey. me stop. What a fine girl. Okay, whatever you're into. All right guys, have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.